I'm white. I play fox, Whoa. and my roommate eats ass. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to a special one-off version of the Bad Melee Podcast. Um, I'm here with a, a, a new crew because, uh, you know, it just seems like people can't, people can't stand to be around me. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, he likes to rotate out once a month. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, I, I can't keep, I can't hold down a crew like I used to um, when I was back on the streets in the gang. Um, so I got a new... Couple new boys here. I have uh, Nieper. Somebody. He is in the actual room with me. Uh, I'm looking at his face. Um, Staring him in the eyes. Nieper making eye contact with me. Who are you? I'm Garrett Nieper from uh, Bakersfield, California. Wow. Small little big town. Wow. (laughs) Fascinating. Absolutely. That's that is all. That's it, dude. (laughs) That's That's all he's got to his name, dude. Um, Nieper plays uh, Fox, and he's from. the area and he's a cool guy and uh, <laughs> we're also here with on the blooped in from the satellite feed from a patched in russian uh satellite headquarters it is uh zeke aka indy aka the king quiggles slayer aka no, king quiggles Pid- what was his name pigeon master wait who are you talking about the the next guy Oh, Bean Wolf. Bean Wolf. Why the fuck? Yeah, I fucked that up. You were close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bean Wolf Slayer, King Quiggle Slayer, Slime Slayer, even, even though, you know, I don't, I hadn't even touched a controller all that day until we played, but whatever. Um, <laughs> totally wasn't warmed up. <laughs> and uh, Legend, really, um, you made it out of pools at Big House. I did. It was very fraudulent. I do believe I got, um, like... Probably the easiest path to, to winners finals in my bracket as possible. Yes. Uh, where I get destroyed by Axe. Um, that guy is not only good, but uh, you know he, he knows a thing or two about edge guarding Marth. Uh, very very lamely. He not only not only good but great. But um, I just I, very gimmicky. I also wow. I also have yes. experience yeah. with Axe because he four stocked me on stream, um, and Lovage told me, "Come on, slime, I want to see some back airs." <laughs> Uh, that's now you know. So yeah, did, did you get big house sickness? Uh, I did not. I'm, I've actually of the three nationals I've gone to, I have come back not only um, not sick, but my immune system is probably stronger than ever. <laughs> that's great. I I have just like nerd viruses just rampaging through my body right now, and I just can't. <laughs> no, the way that I like to look at it is like weeklies are pretty much like rocky, like training in the in like the the frozen meat locker um and then you go to nationals you have like drago's like russian high high level like you put your you put your immune system through the ringer and if you beat it you come out stronger than ever right but (laughs) if not you just you just you apollo creed yourself yeah (laughs) it's like when you're young and like licking the ground is like totally fine to do because you're just sort of building up your immune system yeah it's all it's all fucking going nuts (laughs) so i licked the ground a lot when i was a kid i'll say that much it's your bracket had falcos um it had it started off with a falcon player who admittedly should have beat me not because he was good but because i literally would like up throw him and just let him hit the ground and that was the end of my punish nice um, <laughs> get up brother <laughs> go and try again <laughs> um but I, I miraculously pulled that 2-0 out of my ass and then i went on to face bean wolf the sheik from pittsburgh or as his um pittsburgh transplants to colorado or not pittsburgh ohio Pat Cake and Kitty MW, both former uh, residents of Ohio who now live in Colorado, oh, call him Beanbag Chair because he is a very round man. Okay, and see, um, now, Zeke was very nice and cordial to this man until he heard him, overheard him, right, talking about you. So that's the thing, is like my entire pool, um, I was like, yeah, I mean, these players, you, you can't go in there with the mentality of like sleeping on anyone because then you lose. Um, but these players to my face they were like oh you, your Martha is so like average um, and then behind my back unbeknownst to Bean Wolf my double agent Pat Cake asked him hey Bean Wolf how did your pools go and he goes 
oh, I fucking lost to some nobody's scrub Marth. All I did was forward smash. <laughs> and, and so I spent the entire third day with a vendetta searching for Bean Wolf to like money match him for just all the like, money in my Just like roasting him like on the side of like, like we'd just be like, oh, hey, there's a plup or something. Yeah, it's like I wonder what how we can even see him with Bean Wolf rolling around this place. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I told myself I would find him via echolocation where I would just put my ear to the ground and just find out where the booming footsteps were. Did you ever find him? No, I, no. I found him at like the last 30 minutes of the day before he left. He was... It, Everyone was in the lobby. Everyone was pretty trashed, and, and there he was. <laughs> there he was. That's when you pull out the fucking CRT and you say it's on. <laughs> it's on. Yeah, but before that, he was just being so nice. But that once he found out he talked shit, he was, it was just like the the roast guard, like Hannibal <laughs> Lecter, like the mouthpiece just came off, and it was <laughs> it was very it was very nice. Um, I tried to be so cordial to both those guys, and like to be fair, I had more room to to like talk shit on them than they did uh, like vice versa um because i was the one who won the set i, I was the one who made it out of pools yeah you're the but one that can say uh yeah i just beat on some fucking some nobodies that sucked but yeah, yeah i literally double three sucked being with he's like some fucking nobody martha <laughs> that character's gay he's like oh you're kind of making fun of yourself there my friend um, and then the same thing had the repeat performance with the legend King Quiggles from Ontario, Cal- or Canada, not California. He was the Ontario, one <coughs> who knocked me out. Now, a thing about King Quiggles is I looked, there's like a scouting thread on Reddit, and uh, someone was like, Does anyone know about King Quiggles? And some dude was like, Yeah, he's from my area. He's an alright Falco. He throws out a lot of F smashes, to, so make sure not to get caught by that. <laughs> That's literally how he destroyed me from bracket. It was just like F smashing. Not in a bad way, but it was just like, I wish I had read that man, that man's comment. And like, <laughs> it's also like, if that's what people say about you, like, even on the internet, like, oh yeah, that guy, he, he's defined by this characteristic, which is F smashing. Like, man, that's a bad look, especially for me, because I'm the one who lost, so. But that's what made me feel bad because I went out. I I did not see that thread initially, but I went back and revisited it after you told me about it, and it was like Indy is a okay Marth to look out for, also a super homie. And then I checked who it was, and it was Reach from Kansas, who I housed for Revelation, the national that was, or not the national. I guess it was just like a regional in Colorado. Um, so I think he didn't think that on his own accord, but literally because I gave him a place to sleep, he was like, yeah, I guess I could put in a good word for this guy. And then the response to that was from, uh, downtown Sasquatch, AKA Anthony Bruno himself. <laughs> and said, Indy is a fuck boy. No one likes him. <laughs> yeah, no, I was so doing, those are my two connotations on the internet. I was trying to do work for you, dude. I was trying to get people in the mindset that like, oh, he's just he confirmed fuck boy. Easy money. I have double agents everywhere. Dude. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Big House was cool. Like, uh, I don't know. What, Nieper, what did you do during the weekend? You didn't go. Uh, what day did it start? Was Friday, Thursday? Friday. Friday. I don't know. I just fucking. Did you watch pools? Did you, did you do anything? I watched, I watched you play. I didn't watch too much of pools. Did you watch me um, on stream? Yeah, I've watched. I was I was, was in the, the was, was the, in the gym with Stud when I watched your oh, match. Okay. And we watched the first game, and then we we're like, mm. <laughs> let's go back uh, to working out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> let's, for, let's forget about this. I, I saw the the sick little edgehog that you had. Uh, that was you're like, sick. that's my boy. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's the only thing that's gonna get. It. <laughs> it's true. That's so, the to get Fort Stockton next. That's exactly how it went. It, well, <laughs> you know, I did it for Pepis. Pepis, by the way, for those who don't know, is uh, my new esports sponsor. Um, they've really carried me a long way. They paid for my trip to Big House. They've uh, housed me. Um, they pay me a, a decent salary of about four thousand dollars a week. Um, so, uh, so shout outs to my sponsor Pepis. Go ahead and follow them at Pepis Esports on Twitter. They got about seventy two followers. So if you, you could uh, help them out there, I'm not sure why they're paying them that much. It's not a huge loss. <laughs> Yeah, I it's don't know. A, they got a lot of <laughs> they got a lot of VC money, and I don't even practice. I don't even care about this game, um, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> I just picked up this game like last year. I don't know. But yeah, so okay, how about this? Uh, since me and Zeke were both there, we obviously have like some interactions and stories and stuff. But from watching the stream and just sort of imagining what the big house was like, do you have any questions? Maybe we could answer to you. Oh man, it. From from uh, day one, it just looked like probably the best tournament that I've ever seen run, uh, for sure. It, it was cool. Everything looked like it ran on time. Production value was extremely high. It, like, it did kind of fall off 
days on as it went on. Uh, but uh, I kind of want to go. Well, that's not a question. Was, that, was it worth it? Was it worth <laughs> was it? Was it worth it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, actually, yeah, it was. It played a lot of friendlies till like six in the morning in like the infinite friendly room, and then like reminded me of being an alcoholic. Like, oh yeah, I just I'll just do this for as long as my body physically allows, and then I'll go to bed and sleep till three p.m. Yeah, hi on Melee. So that was pretty cool. I heard they had like um the little ranking system. Like, yeah, so they had the net play in, yeah. in real life. Um, so you you would just queue up. <laughs> for a game and then wait around the queue got really long actually but then they'd call your match and you go play someone and you'd rank up or down if you won or lost and how'd you do in that fuck dude i didn't crack i didn't crack rookie rookie really? second rank i didn't crack it video waffles got pro i know he's a god indy you got pro too yeah <laughs> yeah see i'm just yeah, bad I, dude I did not get you my, got I did fucked not get up that weekend didn't you though. You didn't get your shit because you had there's like rank brackets and which one you landed in or achieved you get a prize but you didn't get your prize. No, because I had done it um, <coughs> as they were like shutting the entire thing down, oh. and I didn't want to be that guy's like, hey, can I, can I hey, give, my give me my <laughs> give, give me my fucking now. water bottle, dude, right now, dude. <laughs> Speaking of water bottles, oh yeah, it is. It is proudly to my right. I've been drinking from it as a trophy, a monument of sorts. You drunkenly uh, stole Mike Hayes' Smash GG water bottle. <laughs> it was sick. He uh, got me fondle him. Um, yeah. It's Wait, on, what? It's on my Twitter if anyone cares to see. Oh, I saw that picture. Can't play IRL. That's yeah, a terrible name, honestly. What's that? A terrible netplay IRL. Yeah, well, that's not what it was called. Well, in real life. No, no. It was, that's like, what, uh, it was called Smash Ladder. Yeah, own the house. Yeah, own the house. Oh, okay. That's what I was, because, I was told, like, twice. It was called Netplay in real life. Yeah, that's what we called it flippantly because oh. that's what it, it literally was. And just just my two cents on the matter was that, like, in an, in an ideal world, it's an incredible idea for all the people who, like, didn't make it to day two or onward. Um but as someone who was competing in day two, desperately trying to find a peach to practice for for my round one, who ended up not being that good anyways, uh, literally every TV in the friendlies room was taken for for net play. Yeah, you, like you couldn't really get games in. Okay, well let me ask you this. That was a pain in the ass for Evo. Um, well, Evo had the redeeming qualities of being in fucking Las Vegas, right? You Pretty can, much, can, I would say like the only one besides yeah. just being a big tournament. Yeah, but just yeah. going to Evo and then like seeing all the stuff. Like, there's not really much else <laughs> other than just going to Las Vegas. And how was Michigan? <laughs> when I think of Michigan, I didn't leave the hotel. Honestly, <laughs> Jesus, there there was apparently a mall that I discovered uh, later on that was across the street from the venue. Um, <laughs> But I didn't leave the venue. It was like it was actually really degenerate, like just playing melee and and being weird and stuff. And I just I got the goddamn big house sickness, dude. I shouldn't have eaten Wizzy's ass. It's, <laughs> it was I, and now now I look back on it, it was a mistake. <laughs> it was it was just such a nice transit. You saw so much of the uh, like poverty gap on your way from the airport which is like in the heart of detroit to dearborn which is like the outskirts more uppity part from like what i saw yeah um because our uber driver's name um was joe mel joe mel the homie who did not have room in his trunk for our suitcases our two suitcases not even that many two suitcases because his subwoofer was uh taking up a massive amount of space but we somehow tetrised our way in there and on our way to the hotel he just drops off he's like damn, this is a nice hotel. And you probably expect us <laughs> to tip him like a large amount, but just before that, we had learned that you're not, you're not supposed to tip Uber drivers, so he walked away with a fatty zero. Ooh. And he probably thought we were just assholes, which, Sorry, and, Joe to be Mal. honest, like, we kind of were. But, yeah. You know, well, that Uber's Joe an asshole like, app. Fine. He's driving a Chrysler 200. He's got a subwoofer. He's already, <laughs> well, he knows what he wants. Dude, our Uber driver, because we drove to the grocery store, he was saying how he rents the car, and then if he gets a certain amount of rides, Uber or Lyft pays for it. So oh, maybe shit. it wasn't even Joe Mel's poor poor dude is just struggling in the world and here you are. <laughs> you don't even actually like, if there were subwoofers in it it's probably his car so never mind. No, I, that's the part that leads me to believe it's not. Like he was he caught, he seemed like he was caught on like off guard by opening the trunk and he's just like, like ah shit. What? Shit. Like how am I going to put these in there? <laughs> I completely forgot I had a subwoofer. <laughs> What um yeah it's cool cuz you get to drive by and just see the death of american manufacturing and the sort of slow croaking society <laughs> as 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 michigan knew it so that's pretty cool i was into that 
but you didn't get to see much. Yeah, of it was like it. history before my eyes. It was, <laughs> it was only to and fro. Yeah. Okay, Indy. Um. Okay, so he Zeke is from Colorado, and mm-hmm. I actually didn't even know him while I lived there. Um. But we we started uh, sexting later on after I moved to California. You and Zeke. Yeah. Uh. Nice. I just well, like we actually we both downloaded this app that shows you uh the same girls that you've swiped right on for Tinder. Yes. And we realized we just had a ton of mutual interest, so we just began chatting it up, and it's all history from there. It's all, yeah. So, uh, from the Colorado scene, you guys have heard a lot about it on this podcast, um, but Indy actually has some real, some nitty-gritty stories, like some some juicy shit from, from his adventures. Um, he even runs the weekly every now and then, right, or used to when it, when to fill yeah, in yeah, and stuff, so... So there's one particular story that I really liked. Uh, if you could regale us <laughs> with uh, the, with this one. Okay, so there's there's this kind of uh, I want to say he's a person, but at this point he's more of just like an icon in the Colorado Smash scene. Um, notorious just for being instantaneously banned from like most people's friends list uh, <laughs> after like one or two encounters. Oh my god. <laughs> And the worst part is, like, when you first meet him, everyone tells you about how bad he is, and you want to believe in the guy so bad, so you vouch for him. You're like, yeah, I mean, this is bad, but it's not that bad. Um, and there was a tournament uh, in December, so I want to say, like, eight or nine months ago, if that's how calendars work. Um, I don't know. You're, you're asking the wrong, like seasons, b- wrong dude. Beatings, too, or something. Uh-huh. Um, and we have a... At the time, he was 16 years old, and he's, like pretty well known for just being like a, an asshole like a like a 16 year old you know he maintains picture 16 year old hat backwards long hair plays dice climbers and that's literally like <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> that's, a, that's the worst human being i can imagine um so the to josh who's like pretty much the the primary to for the colorado weeklies now um he seeds the pools he's in charge of everything and he intentionally seeds it um so that the 16 year old wobbler um Faces off against like the the rage icon in Colorado Smash. Oh, thank so, God! <laughs> um, it starts round or game one. Icy's Marth, the the rage guy, the very angry human being. He's a Marth player. Um, just does the worst fair on Ice Climber Shield I've ever seen in my like. He literally dash dances back and forth as they're shielding for like two seconds, thinking about should I go in with a fair? <laughs> How am I gonna get him? <laughs> yeah, decides that that's the correct option. Just pour the space. <laughs> Like there in front of Popo and Nana and grabs him and proceeds to get wobbled. And after like the first four or five hits of the wobble, he just slaps the controller out of out of the other guy's hands. Oh my god. <laughs> and everyone's just like, whoa. And so like everyone's just like, hey, like forfeit a stock, you know, don't don't be an asshole. So he runs off the stage and then takes a deep breath while he's on the heaven platform, composing himself. He's like, Alright, no more poorly space fares on shield. <laughs> So he drops down, and rather than fairing, he just forward smashes the ever-loving Christ out of both shields, and then gets grabbed again. And then as he's getting wobbled, this time he like <laughs> fucking like gives him a gentle push. Like so, at this point, the, the ice climbers player is still at zero, and so he pushes him like almost to the point where it makes him drop the wobble or whatever. But it's still like physically putting your hands on someone. Right, and does he? I mean, he has like a mean look in his face. You say it's a gentle push, yeah, but yeah. like he's like. C- trying he's to very fr- and the, the worst part is he's like pretty muscular like <laughs> he played he played he did wrestled and did football in high school and he's like six maybe like five ten five eleven so like on the bigger side mm-hmm. and this is like a 16 year old kid like if you look at him he looks like a like a baby with long hair <laughs> just learning how to play ice climbers and so i can only imagine what's going through his like I was surprised he did not drop the wobble. So shout outs to to him for having the mental fortitude to keep mashing that. <laughs> that's like that's um, that's what you that's what a wobbler needs. No matter what the fuck's going on, like rain, hail, <laughs> controllers being thrown at your head, the apocalypse, you're hitting that that young BPM. How how do you so, rage that hard and not be dead? How do you drive around in everyday day to day life? Right, like what happens? Like, what happens in a roundabout? Like, and he, and he doesn't get in when he wants to. Like, and he's just... well, that's that's what we're all that's what we're all saying. Like, imagine if something genuinely bad happened to this guy. Like, he's getting wobbled in a video game at, that he's honestly like not very good at. Imagine if like he woke up and his job was like, yeah, you're laid off. Like, what would he fucking do? Right, he would like... go off. He just destroy <laughs> the premise. Go in or... there and maybe you know. Guns of blaze. Burn it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so game one finishes, he gets like JV Ford or whatever. 
um, super mad. Game two starts instantly, and he just, uh, I don't know why he didn't, he uh, went to FD. I, I'm telling you. Let me ask you, let me ask you, were you watching this set because you knew some shit was going to go down? Yeah. After <laughs> everyone was crowding around this TV. Literally after people were like, yo, did you, did you hear what just happened? Just everyone crowded around dude. the TV just ready for like an explosion. <laughs> and so game one starts off, instant wobble, down tilts on shield, and like, I'm actually impressed that the Ice Climbers player like had enough uh, tech skill to like wave dash um, and grab it as a punish. <laughs> it blew my mind. I was like, I've never seen this before. <laughs> um, so as the wobble goes on, uh, he pushes him harder this time and he like falls out of his chair um, and then just unplugs his controller and slams it on the ground, uh, thus forfeiting the match. And it's a hot 2-0 to my boy, Young Icy's player. Um <laughs> But somehow, okay, somehow, he fights his way back through losers. This, oh my this God. driven Marth player fights his way back through losers, where he faces once the, uh, again. The player. Oh again. yes. And uh, this one, this time, it's like more on the line. You know, like loser does not make it out of pools. Winner does. Um, and like I've never seen someone f smash so successfully in there. Like he literally f smashed. And then when the ice climber player was trying to punish it, he would f smash again. Oh yeah! And, like you just you kill just the ice climber. Do player. it one more time. Yeah, he just let him fly. He's like, I found the fucking algorithm. Like you know the gift of that Galifianakis when the numbers are flying around. His face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's only what I could imagine. Like what was going through his mind. Like as soon as the second f smash hit, and you hear like the yeah, suddenly everything went right for him, and he was just like, oh fuck. Um, and so it's like game three, last hit, last stock. They're both playing like awful like the ice climbers players down to sopo he's just wave dashing down smashing and like the marth players just wave dash back forward smashing and it's just like a you know a true battle of wit like what the what the designers <laughs> wanted for me like, right like, yeah this is chess, this is chess <laughs> incarnate um and the marth player lands the forwards like the most miraculous forward i think it happened because of a stage transformation on pokemon stadium where like the rock was popping up and it moved the popo in place like for the tipper and he like ecstatically unplugs his controller and stands on top of his chair very cringingly um and just like puts his arms out I, i'm sure you're picturing this in your head puts his arms out and just shouts revenge is sweet at the top of his lungs oh and everyone just like minces. just groans it was and the worst part was once he made it to bracket he went on too <laughs> And no one expected like anything less. Wait, 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 wait! Back, back to the first game. Didn't he when he slapped the controller out of his hand? He told him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. So after the after the first slap, um, everyone's like, he pauses the game so that he could pick it back up. But then, like, as he's picking it up, he goes, "Pick it up!" <laughs> and so everyone's just what? like standing around. And the worst part is, no one wants to intervene because this guy could probably handle at least ten of us. Um, because. I don't like to diagnose people, you know. But <laughs> right. There's but obviously something, something, you know, mentally. There's a cog that's just kind of, just off. That's just kind of like squeaking by. Like <laughs> it, it tries to, it tries to turn, and every now and then it'll get the right rotation. But for the most part, it's just chilling. Was it? Was um, it pure fear that he wasn't banned immediately after <laughs> smashing the yeah, control out of his hand? That's a good question. Is this just like par for the course? Like, is this have is, is this, this happened in like a Melee? SoCal like if this happened at like SSS people like yo you can't do that like You're you, done this now. is your warning but that's pretty fucked up. No, that okay. So that's the thing is like everyone wants to tell him something and everyone does. They're like, hey but, man, you probably shouldn't fucking do that. Like trying yeah, to be like non-confrontational. Like, I'm not, I'm like, not hey, an that expert. Was like some, uh, that, that was an okay game, but like. Come on! As far as like pushing someone out of their seats and fucking bullying a sixteen-year-old, <laughs> you, you might be almost borderline not doing something good. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you're right, you're right." And then like it all hits him afterwards. Like, like I, I only imagine it when you're in like a drunken rage and then you take a take a deep breath and then look at all the destruction you caused and you're like, "What have I done?" That's, that's that's not only every tournament, but that's like every bracket match that he has. So so he's so he's not totally stupid. Like he can take a step back and realize that. He's angry. Oh yeah! In the heat of the moment, he might actually be like an ape, like, no. <laughs> like just full snap someone's neck like a bunny, full primal rage. <laughs> and so we we all talked to him afterwards, but like in the heat of the moment, when he was slapping the controller, we we're like, yeah, I mean, fuck it, you hold your controller that close, that man's gonna get slapped. You're defending him. <laughs> it's like well, next so, God. 
but I mean, I everyone's kind of Bobby Frizz is like renowned for like this being his least favorite person in Colorado. And the worst part is this guy travels a lot to like the surrounding states. So he's at like most Kansas tournaments, almost every Nebraska tournament I've been to, he's been there. Um, and as you can imagine, Bobby Frizz being number one in Kansas goes to a ton of these, and he goes out of his way to cheer against like Bobby. <laughs> so I wish, I wish that we had a better representation of a guy who just drives 250 miles to like scream at someone. Um, as of right now, that's our that's, that's your our ambassador. Most popular, <laughs> yeah, that's our, yeah, he's our he's the one we send to tell people about the glory of Colorado. <laughs> Like, yeah, don't go to Colorado to do that guy. He just fucking, he'll just like hit you. Like Col- <laughs> Colorado is like, they're like God. And then he's our Moses. And we're sending him to tell people about the, like the land of milk and honey. And it's like, instead of Moses being like, follow me. He's like, fuck everyone. Everyone is stupid. Yeah. Like, this, this You're a dumb game. bastard. Kill this. yourself. And then just leave. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, God, God said that. Not me. Trust me. <laughs> So everyone's just like, they're scared to come to Colorado. They're just like, is this what everyone's like? <laughs> um, so that's the moral of that story is that guy, that guy's got a, a reputation. And I think that's why, like, you know, Justin's gotten so good, Cyrox, is because he's been avoiding all of that for so long. Yeah, he's just played on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he's a net play monster, lives like two hours away from any sort of even remotely close competition to him. But, I mean, he's fucking number one by by a wide stretch of uh, in Colorado, I imagine the alternate universe where uh, Cyrox doesn't isn't a net play master and goes to all this stuff, and maybe he becomes as good as he is. Um, but like he like he'll be like, yeah, man, check this out, and lifts up his shirt, and there's just like a stab scar. Like, yeah, this is when I fucking <laughs> <laughs> when I went up against that Marth, and he's just fucking. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, in an alternate universe, because Justin's not much older than the 16 year old Ice Climbers player. He was the 16 year old who's getting the controllers left out of his yeah, hands. Yeah, and just as a result, never touched melee ever again. <laughs> right? Like, and then uh, top 25 at Evo goes to uh, Indy. What a world! Oh, please, I want to live in that world. <laughs> I did make a top 200. I made 192nd, which in reality means I was like top 275, but whatever. Yeah. That's not what we tell the ladies. No, no the ladies, are, for all you're concerned, you're in that top 200, baby. Woo! Yeah, there we go. That's that, that's that top 10 percentile. Um, yeah, also, uh, Zeke came with his, uh, his girlfriend, who also plays Melee, and he, we actually both got to watch her constantly be hit on by smasher after smasher. Oh, no. <laughs> which was... It was incredible. <laughs> I've okay, so I've heard stories because she has, you know, when you guys did the episode about like the cringy girl comments. Yeah, yeah, she she DM'd Keely with a lot of her stories, which were also very cool. Yeah, yeah, they were they were my inspiration to be honest. I was like, all right, what material's been used and what hasn't? I had to work my way around that. Um, but it was like Anthony and I would always stand in the vicinity, but not directly next to her, so that like people wouldn't associate us together. Um. But she participated in the Smash Sisters crew battle. Uh, I think ironically, but it became unironic as she became part of a lifelong friendship of <laughs> many of many of the finest women Smashers uh, <laughs> the scene has ever seen. <laughs> yeah, um, but like we would just watch people come up, and this guy just like he had water in his hand. He was he was prepping for this. Like he was in the corner. With he was hydrated. Like, I'm gonna do it. And they were all they were all hyping him up. They're like, yeah, go do it. Go, go fucking talk to her. And he would walk up. He's like he's like, hey. I saw your Ganon. All right, see ya. And then she walked away. And that was ninety percent of the encounters that she yeah, had. Yeah, they were very like, like this is... forced. I mean, I guess they got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the worst part is that's like a blow to my self-esteem because I'm like, oh, she she didn't settle. Like, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of different guys who like you know, <laughs> love to, to beat you. But it's like if this is my competition, I'm not really that. I'm not really a cut above the rest as, <laughs> as I like to think I am. I'm, I'm right there in the same tier. Yeah, yeah. At any given, at any given moment, I could have been the I've seen your Ganon guy. Yeah, it, we all could have been, you know, in some way to to some other girl. And that's the scariest part is we see in ourselves the failures that others lay at our feet. You can just do what I do and uh, don't approach a girl for two years and never talk to one ever. Oh, yeah. That, well, that's the, that's the neat. <laughs> I, I, go, I, I go to school and um, I don't talk to I don't talk to girls at all. And they walk by me and they don't look at me. 
Nieper, Nieper is very strange because he's, in my opinion, he's a very handsome man. Um, and he's tall and he's strong. We call him Strong King Neep. And, um, but he, he's, he's just kind of afraid of girls. Um, for instance, he actually met a girl on Counter-Strike who oh. m- met up with him in the real life. How many fucking people has that happened to? Okay, okay. Here, here, here's the difference. I, I can talk to people like normally and like just fine. Like once I get to know them and introduce myself, but it's the whole aspect of like, I don't know you and I have to say something to you. Even if it's a guy or a girl. Mm-hmm. It's putting yourself it's, out there. Yeah, yeah. It's putting myself out there to say something. I, I will spend an entire class period saying or like thinking to myself, okay, I, so. should, I should say hi to like the guy next to me. What should, what should I say? Like, what should I do? Right, right. And right. I think about it the entire time. <laughs> and then, like, you're so deep in like the train of thought, you're just like, "Hey, isn't it cool? Like, how uh, time is a flat circle." I'm like, like, <laughs> like, "Holy shit!" Well, you could have been worse. There was uh, the case of the guy at Big House. If you want to tell that story, the, the guy the at Big House was so funny. Um, it was uh, what it was right after SFAD beat Hungrybox, and people were just yeah, kind okay, of uh, so, hanging out and yeah, stuff. As, like, a precursor, we were in the friendlies room because Top 8 was, like, very interesting to us. We all just kind of hung out uh, amongst ourselves and played friendlies rather than watch, like, SFAT HBOX or, like, PQU HBOX or anything HBOX. Um, <laughs> the best part about and it. so we walked into the ballroom after, like, everyone's popping up, and we just go to see, like, what all the fuss is about or whatever. And uh, and then there's a water cooler. We, we chill there. And then we get approached by probably the most mystical man I've ever met. <laughs> Very, he's so majestic the way he just approached himself. Because he was so he fearless. Had the balls. <laughs> he was so we were fearless. In a group of like four people, like all very. Cl- uh, like evidently we knew each other and he just included himself he walked right up as if he'd been friends with us for years like, since <laughs> elementary school and he just turns to us he's like that was amazing and we were like yeah yeah i mean as as fabby like, yeah we like, like we didn't yeah. watch it but we we're like yeah yeah we're, we're like we are, we're on board like yeah that was crazy probably yeah probably <laughs> it was probably like three two hbox just forgot to count how many jumps he had and just fell off the stage um, yeah for all we knew we had no like, idea that was some gray mailer right there. <laughs> but it was like from what we understood it was pretty convincing and i later went back and watched the vods and it, it was very convincing like Shout out to SFAT for finally conquering his demon like in a convincing fashion. It was um, it was so convincing he got HBox fired from his job. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking <laughs> fucking Late, bodied, laid off later, nerd. Um, but this, uh, this guy, he's he comes up. God, this 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 unicorn of a man. He's like that was that was amazing. Like, yeah, he's like I orgasmed in my pants. He <laughs> said that, yeah. word for word. Yeah, and like it was at this point, it's like very obvious that he was like trying to, he was like trying to like open with a joke, right? He was just trying to crack the ice with a young jokerino, and, and he, the Anthony just the, goes the delivery. Sick. Yeah, the delivery. <laughs> I was like sick, dude. <laughs> and, and what I like to do in these situations is. um because he kind of came out with a shocker, right? And shockers, you have to one up them and see how kind of how far they're willing to go. So I was like, um, "What did I say?" I said something like, oh, "Can I slurp it up, dude?" No, it was more like, "Oh yeah, dude, I, my my pant legs are filled with sperm or something like that." <laughs> I forgot exactly, but it was something that was like trying to one up him and be like, "All right, where are you gonna take this, buddy?" And uh, what did he say after that? No. Okay, so this man is of Asian descent, and then he goes, "Oh my yeah, god, it's good thing Asian guys don't have penises, am I right?" <laughs> yeah, he oh. was like, he was like, that would be me, but uh, I'm Asian, and Asians don't have penises, so oh well. And we're like, wow. <laughs> everyone is just, yeah, everyone is just baffled, and this guy is not really into it whatsoever. He's like, fucking nailed it. Like, <laughs> Like, like I just before this conversation happened, I just imagine the hamster running like a million miles per minute. Like, hey, he's just, he's just, just sitting there, just like, just like he's like, oh come on, come on, uh, come, fucking, I, I came, dude. Oh my god, that's what I have to he's say. He's sitting there Nailed reveling in his hot. joke as everyone's just silent, and staring yeah. at him. And I, I wasn't, you know, it's, it's like. I, we've all played melee. We've all been sort of discriminated against for being nerds sometime in our life. It had to be, right? I know I have been. So I'm not the kind of guy who's like gonna 
sit and be like, wow, fucker, or something like that. I, I just said, wow. Like, I was half excited, but half surprised. <laughs> like, I was trying to be sort of encouraging to him. You're like, like, wow, like, what the this fuck? isn't the right thing to say, but I'm not going to chastise you for it, because who am I, right? And, uh, and then he did the, the thing, the beautiful thing that happens a lot, where you kind of just stand there and <laughs> walk away. Oh, no. <laughs> we all had, we oh, all no. had our, water, our, oh, no. yeah, all had our water in our hands just sipping ours <laughs> nonchalant as if we were... You know, Have you ever done that? I've done that before. aggressive about his fact, and he just goes, well, see ya. Yeah, that's what he away. said. He was like, well, see ya. Like, my job's done here. Like, yeah, uh, on to the next group of folks. <laughs> So that was that was really funny because when I was thinking about it later, I was like, imagine that was just one interaction between four people, four or five people, and imagine all of the interactions that have that were worse than that, or equally worse, or not as bad, but kind of, that happened this weekend in the swirling ether of cringe like beauty you know i don't know man that sounded pretty bad i know but like there had to be worse ones especially if you're a top player imagine oh, one yeah, of us is yeah, pew pew you they're all coming up to you. what do they fucking say i orgasmed hey pew pew you uh <laughs> and it's like it's it, twice oh, as dude, worse. it's like a multiplier came in my pants to your mars dude it's like imagine being a top player and people are trying to like meme on you or like whatever and it, it's just really i can only imagine all that happened Oh. Yeah, the worst part was this was right after the week of like both diss tracks from Chillin' Dude and Mike Hayes dropping. Yeah. So you know that everyone was like, nice shot, Hugo, and they saw like uh, hugs in like the bathroom or something. The, the, there was actually, I mean, that, that shit permeates through too. I was at Mayhem once and Hugo was playing like, uh, he was like playing against Daryl. They were like having friendlies before the tournament started. And this dude was sitting behind them while they're playing friendlies, just watching, waiting for Hugo to miss a charge shot so he could yell nice shot Hugo. Like, he was, like, just, his fists were bald, like, <laughs> with anticipation. Like, oh, I'm gonna do it. It's the fuck, it's gonna be sick. And then he did it, and Hugo just kind of, like, turns and, like, winces, like, how do, you not, how do you not have the social awareness to be like, this is going to be the most fucking lame thing <laughs> that many people have witnessed? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're dude. going to remember me and go and tell stories on their stupid little fucking podcast, <laughs> right? And make fun of me for it. <laughs> and like, and it, it, it also devalues uh, Hugo as a person. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, he's just some stupid meme that I can holler and shriek at, you know? And uh, yeah, so that was an, an instance, which is really funny because Neeper, um, you were just talking about like. I wonder if that guy did the same thing. Like, he's like, oh, because uh, Zeke's girlfriend was there too. So there's like a girl in the mix, right? So it sort of changes oh, that yeah. dynamic as well. So I wonder if he was like, oh, look at this group of like cool looking people, right? And they have a girl. Yeah, and they have a girl. It's like, we're just normal dipshit assholes like everyone else. And he's like, okay, oh shit. Uh, I'll just say, hey, that was a cool game, right? No, no, no. Open with a joke. Uh, what's really funny? Cum's funny. I love cum. <laughs> <laughs> and, he just, and he just cracks us with that dude and it's just it's really interesting um just to think about those thought process and those situations um you know if we were having a podcast after this which i can't guarantee folks i would tell you i would infer to uh send us your cringe stories from nationals or whatever because those are always really funny to read that's that's a lot of the big issue that i have with uh, approaching people i usually think like okay you gotta you gotta approach with humor in some degree and then you think about it, you're like that might not be funny. I mean, I could do it with like friends because who the fuck cares if you're just like not funny once? But uh, right. Well, with me, you have there's a there's a check mark list, and you you get strikes. And if you're not funny enough times, I just I cut you out, like Dylan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't why. You're talking about approaching with a joke to strangers. You, you want to at least like try and make them laugh. But I end up getting stuck in my own head thinking about like what would actually be funny. Would this be like? topical like if something like just happened is can it, it make too a topical is it not topical is it too far removed from their context their frame yeah. of references there's can, a lot to think about can you like jab into a conversation really quickly without like <laughs> interrupting someone and being like and maybe maybe like wave dash out of shield out if it gets too it's too hairy miss the timing you just get fucking forward smash back to your desk this is the the things that Nieper deals with on a daily basis with the social anxiety and again it's ridiculous because of how handsome he is no holy crap you have no idea. When he got Tinder, I was like, "Bro, let me Tinder for you." And it was it was a no, no. it was an all you can Tinder buffet. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, no, I'm just saying. No, but I like CS:GO Surf Girl. 
<laughs> well, that's good. I like CSGO Surf. Oh. I'm, I'm glad. Oh. And on a lighter note. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's afraid she'll listen and be like, fucking Tinder? What? <laughs> We're never playing Surf again, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, no, she is. She's the gonna bad melee. The bad melee dating column is coming next month. <laughs> <laughs> but what el- yeah, what else note. happened at uh, at Big House? I'm trying to think. Did you have any interactions that were outside of uh, of us just gooning out? No, dude. I literally spent probably 23 hours a day <laughs> with you. In my room. It was it was a match made in heaven. It was it was pretty sick actually. I think that was the most time we've ever spent like together. It like ever, yeah. Were there any good matches yeah. you actually watched? No. You just played melee. Like, Are there any good matches? That's the lie. I didn't what? watch any. Did you watch any matches, Zeke? No. Okay. So that's something that I wanted to say too. Like. Big House is easily the tournament where I've played the least, but I think hanging out with because I went in, or I went into it with the philosophy that like I could always rewatch the matches. Like I'm yeah, not here to, mm-hmm. to experience them live, but I I was there to like see people that I hadn't seen in a while or like play different people. Um, so I actually did not watch like any really good matches that went under the radar or anything. Yeah, I didn't either. And <clears throat> it's funny because we're not the only people that do that because. Uh, in top eight, when it was Mango Armada, and I was in the friendlies room, there was what? a TV that was... You actually didn't <coughs> even watch top eight? Well, there was a there was a TV with a setup that I was on for like five hours straight. You're a fiend. <coughs> and uh, there was a projector that had just had the top eight stream on, uh, even though it was like down the hall, right? Yeah. But so we were, we were just playing Melee and watching top eight there. When Mango and Armada were playing, S-Fat rolled in, Pew rolled in. It was like a bunch of NorCal, Phil... Uh, shroom they all like came and sat down half of them were super drunk and <laughs> they didn't care either right like they they were they were doubles money matching people like they were they weren't watching grand finals presumably because the vods are just there and i think that's that's a really key component that we don't think about that changes like the sort of itinerary of people that go to tournaments even like pro players that would want to watch armada mango because they just watched fucking VOD. Imagine if there were no VODs. But you think anybody would be that goddamn friend, friendly room? Why go to concerts then? Why would you go to a concert? I don't know, man. It's it for was, the experience. I like, just wanted you to play you Melee. You don't necessarily have to watch like, Top 64. I'm, I'm not saying anything, watching but. matches is bad, but I'm just yeah. saying we all wanted to play Melee more, which was interesting, right? Yeah. It's so. a great game. <laughs> it's a great video game, honestly. Uh, I think a lot of the uh, like person-to-person interaction that I had especially with like the top players was definitely after grand finals everyone flooded from the ballroom which is like huge it the the fire uh, department capacity thing was like what did it say like 1200 or something we definitely packed like yeah we we broke the code that's for sure <laughs> yeah we definitely broke fire code um but everyone flooded right afterwards like into the lobby and people were we actually got kicked out of the lobby by like management and shit it yeah it was because it, it was too lit there was yeah, every, there was it, pizza. He was, like, he was like, "It's too loud." Mike Hayes was just screaming down. at people, hugging people. Uh, Chillin was getting yeah, hugs from people. Gone. But like, I saw Drug Fox and we talked for a little bit. I'm sure he doesn't remember any of it because he was really drunk <coughs> as well. Um, we we took a shot to Marth Punish Game, which was sick. Definitely like one of the one of the sickest things I've ever tasted in my life. <laughs> to Marth's um, Punish Game. Yeah, he was like, "What is this shot to?" And I was just like, "To Marth Punish Game." He's like, "Fuck yeah!" And we shot. It was sick. <laughs> Um, but Nick M. Whittier was like, Oh my God, dude. He was shit faced. Big house. Yeah. Last year's big house. My flight left at five or 6 AM. So I was like, what's the point of even going to sleep? We'll just hang out in the lobby. And like when we were in the lobby, it was me, Blue Jay, the Crimson Blur and Armada just like all hanging out on a couch. Cause like everyone else had gone to bed or whatever. And that was like some of the coolest, uh, interpersonal interactions I've seen within the melee community. Um, and then afterwards, like West balls and shroomed and, uh, NMW and everyone kind of came out of the pool area because they were all swimming, um, but they were all also really hammered. And Nick Kim Whittier this time, you know, went for the repeat performance. He went for the the, the back to back. Um, and his hair was like soaking wet, and his face was he, like he was crying, like he was in <laughs> tears. And everyone was like, "What? What's the matter?" He's like, "They kicked me out of the hot tub," and he like started crying because like they wouldn't let him. I can just imagine his like a loud drawl of like, oh. "They kicked yeah. me out of the hot tub, dude." <laughs> I just so, wanted to be in the hot tub. To, <laughs> he comes over to us of all people. Um, and I'm just like, hey, hey, NMW, because he's like a doubles god, for those who don't know. Um, and if you don't know, like, you really should, because this is one, his one uh, level of expertise in Melee. Um, I was just like, hey, NMW, like, I, I, I don't know how to play Marth in teams. Like, who should I team with or whatever? And, like, in the 
you know when you're crying and like your <laughs> voice just sounds like really wobbly you asked him this while and he so was I, crying well he was like recovering he was on the he was on the he was, yeah he was like, getting yeah. over it <laughs> yeah and he was just like i think marth can only team with fox and captain falcon and then he just walked away like wiped his tears <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was probably the most accurate representation of the Melee community I think I've ever gotten. Where it's just like, you want real-life aspirations, but Melee is just too too big of a role in your life, so you just have to sit there and kind of suck it up. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. it, it, it yeah, it's like he wanted something that wasn't Melee, and he didn't get it, so he just fell back to what he knew. He was like, doubles, okay, yeah, this is where I'm going to buddy. <laughs> Like, yeah. he went to the pool, and, like, the guy kicked him out. He's like, do you know who I am? And he's just like, no. He's like, he's like okay. And then just do you know what I wrote? Lines. I wrote the doubles book, dude. He's like, look, you, you got to go. Like, I, I don't want to call somebody. Come on, bro. <laughs> dude, come on. I'm, I'm giving you a chance to go to your hotel room. He's like, all right, fine. Yeah. And as you walked away, he just shed a tear. And then someone was like, are you okay? And that's when it all stopped. It all <laughs> well, no. Like, like when, when, when you're like that wasted and all your, your defenses are down and you're denied one thing that you wanted, even very minor, and it just reminds you of all the things that never came. You're a mortal man. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and enter Nick M. Whittier. He was like, he was like, this pool represents mother's love. And then just started crying. <laughs> like, I can't have it. <laughs> Um, yeah, lobby was lit. Uh, uh, the one of my roommates took, or my uh, roommates. <laughs> what the fuck do you call it? One of the people I was staying with actually uh, snuck a CR. Well, he didn't sneak it, but he took a CRT through um, TSA in his oh, carry on, <laughs> and uh, that was very ballsy and very cool actually because it was nice to have a, a setup in the room. But uh, if he was just a couple shades darker, bro, I don't think he would have made it to Big House. <laughs> I fucking, I was worried for him. He's a ballsy man, for yeah. sure. He, well, st- he stuck that after, thing in there. Um, the day after, the morning after Big House, rather, the TSA lines at the Detroit airport were actually, like, ridiculously fucking long. They were probably, like, we an hour wait tops. Holy shit. Them. Mine was, like, ten minutes. Yeah, like, we postponed, like, leaving as, as long as possible. We all took, like, a, a one-hour, two-minute ramp. And our Uber driver drops us off, and we have an hour to make it through security and get on our plane before it like won't let anyone else board. We're like, oh, that's plenty of fucking time. Like, it's not even an international airport; it's just Detroit. Um, and we get there, and they're like, yeah, it's about a forty-five minute wait. So we were really pushing the fucking envelope. <laughs> and so as we were in line for security, I was so nervous. I was like, this is the moment where I get randomly screened or whatever. This is the moment where this is the moment where your <laughs> ambiguous whiteness washes away, and people exactly. realize like that you're Mexican. Not, it's like sometimes you're, when you're on the fence they'll just opt more white but not in airport security <laughs> no no you're mexican yeah um but then i was like oh, wait i'm in detroit this is the one place where i'm actually not like the minority of choice for like blaming criminal offenses <laughs> right I fucking, yeah i fucking made it through tsa instantly we got on our plane with five minutes to spare oh my god the clutches play. Uh, on the uber from the airport to the venue when i got there i rode i shared one with wrangler um hold your applause <laughs> and he uh i for the driver I'll, i just kept talking about like that we were going to a furry convention and like that this was our <laughs> lifestyle <laughs> and like that i i had a tiger suit and like that was who i was like jazz for your soul like this is my life <laughs> and he was like oh well that's uh you know that's different that's different he was like this old white dude oh, like no. someone's dad probably and it's like yeah you know i just I like to dress up and it's you know it, engage my persona and engage others personas and he was like oh wow all right cool <laughs> so as as qual accepting he was you know the midwest is usually uh really really mean you so. know you know in his head he's like we need to fucking elect trump right now <laughs> yeah. like trump will get the fucking tiger people out of my uber <laughs> <laughs> get me fucking cores and i go home tiger people. <laughs> that's one of his new platforms <laughs> grab the tiger people by the pussy <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh it was a good do you want to briefly touch on tendy's guy Tendy's man. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. The the funniest thing about Tendy's man was that he was walking around with some Tendy's that, that he just wasn't eating. <laughs> and we invited him up to our room to eat pizza. And uh, he was like this. He's this tall, nerdy dude. Uh, glasses. Very, very um, 
very like nerdy, like this. Your kind of caricature archetype of a nerd person, nice guy. And uh, <laughs> he was like, "What did he, we were just like saying? Hey man, so like, would you do this weekend? You you party a little bit? You fucking you fucking get wild a little bit?" Oh, yeah. And he's like, "Uh yeah, I actually uh I smoked loud for the first time." <laughs> and we just died because like it was just talking about how the loud was and how, how good it was to finally smoke loud the best part was he was referring to it as if it was like this entity that was so far off he's like yeah i finally found the loud yeah like, it was like it was, a mystical like, like, as like if it was a fucking like yeah like an indiana jones movie title where it's like fucking tendy's man in the chamber of the loud <laughs> And what did they say? Because they were like the guys he was with. Apparently, was they were ripping on him for smoking what? Reggie. Reggie. Yeah, dude. Apparently, I've just been smoking Reggie all my life, but I finally got <laughs> my hands on the like, loud. Yeah, this, <laughs> <laughs> this super nerdy demeanor. He's like, yeah, the guys that I've been smoking with, they didn't tell me it was Reggie the whole time, but now, now, now that I've discovered the loud, <laughs> oh my god, everything makes sense. <laughs> And uh, oh yeah, and we we played uh, what are the odds, which was a really fun game that Zeke taught us all, where you say um, what are the odds you uh, you know slap me in the face, and then you would say a number like ten. Yeah, like one in five or whatever. Yeah. One in five. One in ten. Else, someone else will count you down. And then be like, three, two, one. And then once the countdown goes, you you'll say, say a number. number between one and five, and the person who you challenge is a number between one and five. And if you get the same number, you have to do whatever they challenge you to. And so naturally in my like a little bit past like almost like almost drunk state, I was just like, hey Tendy's guy, what are what are the odds you show us your balls right now? <laughs> he was like, What? He was, he, yeah, he he was so taken back. I like as if I I offended him or something. I was like, maybe I just want to see a nice pair, you know? <laughs> if anything, it's a compliment. I, I assume that he's got a nice pair of balls on. Yeah, him. I mean that's why you asked um, him. Yeah, and he was just like one in 10 trillion something <laughs> some unfun number um i guessed like four it was not close for those who for those who care um i felt like i had him on the ropes though with my four pick yeah yeah okay. so naturally we just go around the room and we're just like hey what are the odds you show us your balls as, as men do at like 4 pick. why is he tindy's man because he just walked around with this styrofoam thing full of chicken tenders that he was just it not was eating. Anthony. Oh, and it, it was on Anthony's Snapchat story. I saw him and I was just like, "What do you have in the box?" He's like, "Ah, some chicken tenders." And I was like, "Crack um, the box, so baby. Like, just let me smell like, it a little up, bit." Let me see. He was like, "No." And so I just kept asking him to see his tendies, and he was like, "What are those?" <laughs> um, and so I just kept calling. Yeah, I, he gave us his real name multiple times, so I just opted to keep calling him tendies. Yeah, his title, if you um, will. Yeah, um, yeah, his his official precursor to his actual name like tendy's man comma that's a daniel blank it's a pretty nice <laughs> way to he was a cool guy and i bet he could also shit on us all in melee because he said he was like the second best falcon in uh some state or city so that was cool um so yeah shout out to tendy's man if you're out there listening tendy's yeah, man might actually we, I've plugged the podcast at 90% of my time. Oh my god, that was so fucking annoying, dude. That, that was like <laughs> actually the, the worst part of the trip. Like Every time, me and Zeke would just be gooning around together, and someone would come up and talk to us, like someone we both knew, and he'd be like, He'd stop the conversation and point to me and be like, did you know this man runs the most successful Melee podcast? And every fucking time. And it's like, for one, it's... We were like on our friendly setup together. And it was like 3 a.m. No one was trying to hear our God. shit. So Falco was just trying to get his dick wet. And he was just like, in the middle of like pillar comboing, I was just like, you can't combo this man like that. He's like, why not? I was like, he runs the most successful Melee. He will ruin God, your life. It was so embarrassing, <laughs> dude. It was like your mom I'm going around sitting. talking about how good of a drawer you are when you just... <laughs> When you suck ass at it, do you do you want him to draw your picture right now? Yeah, he'll do it. He come can. here, come here. <laughs> um, so, so as a counter to that, I started going. Did you know this is the legendary indie who beat King Quiggles, who is an honorable mention in Toronto? <laughs> and, it's uh, fucking Ontario. Get your Ontario. Right that's right. Well, at least, at what least was I plugged the right URL? What was the deal with him? It was like he told you you were, he had only been playing for a year. But the truth is, like his yeah, yeah. friends broke the news that he had been playing for like five years, which is yeah, kind yeah, of okay, embarrassing. So, so this, we're gonna go on a very convoluted path back to uh, like the beginning of the podcast. So I faced King Quills in my to like make it to winners finals. He was a Falco player from Ontario. He was decent. He was pretty okay. Um, but like 
when we were waiting for our set, that's when you start to get to know your opponent. You're like, hey, you know, what's your name? How do you play? Uh, how long have you been playing? He's like, yeah, my name's King Quibbles. I'm from Ontario. I play with like Nightmare and Kirby Kaze and all those guys. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I've only been playing for like a little over a year and I'm already an honorable mention on the PR. And I was like, oh shit, like this guy's got fucking a real, a real repertoire to his name, you know? And then I literally just hand him like the quickest 2 <laughs> There were some SDs. There were some SDs, but but you know it's fucking big house. We, we take those to the bank. Yes. Um, and then afterwards, um, when I was trying to find practice for my day two, I found a Samish player from Ontario, and I was like, "This is this is close enough to Peach. Just hold down on the on the C stick and we'll fucking pretend it's Peach." Um, Same character. And I was playing him. Yeah, yeah. I was playing him in his room because. Uh, like we said, we couldn't find any CRTs open for practice. So we went to his room and he was like, how'd your pools go yesterday? And I was like, oh, I faced like some guy from Ontario. His name is King Quiggles. He's like, oh yeah, that guy's been running the weeklies for like four and a half years. And I was like, oh shit. He told me he was playing for like one year. He's like, nah, dude, Quiggles has been around for a while. Oh <laughs> no. And I was just like, I was like, oh no, it's, it's happening. Like I, I was caught, I caught him in the lie without him even being here. I got it from a direct source. Um, when, shout out to Dope, the Samus player, by the way. That guy is a homie from Ontario. We wait, hung out a couple times during the week, and he offered me to he offered uh, to smoke a joint with me. The Loud? Or the Reggie? Yeah, no, I, don't, I didn't know. I'm not uh, finally attuned to either one, so it would have all been the dick. <laughs> it was funny when you told me that about King Quiggles. It made me cringe inside because I've done that in that... I've been technically playing for two years, but a year of that was spent playing with one person, Scott, um, in just Marth Falco, some of the worst melee um, you'd ever see in your life. So I'd like to not count it. I like to say that yeah. didn't count, but it fucking does because I've been L-canceling. So <laughs> so I was like, fuck, I do the same thing. I hope no one ever catches on. But like, cat's out of the bag, so. Yeah, and it was just so funny because he was another one of those, like Bean Wolf, where to my face, he was like very courteous and stuff. Um, and then after the match was over, he's like, yeah, your Martha was like decent at best, but it was mostly just like your brain dead tech traps that I was playing. Oh no. It <laughs> takes some fucking like, okay, balls man. to say that the person who beat you was bad. Like, fucking Yeah, and I was just on, like, all right, man. Like, he's like, yeah, like I would go off stage and you would like counter at the ledge. And I was like, what do you want? Do you want me to fucking go down there and like side beast bite you to or some shit? Like, I'm... The fuck like you want from me, dude? dude. Of course, I'm big house. I'm edge guarding um, you. He's like, he's like, and then I and then I went off stage again, and then you countered at the ledge. And I was telling this story to Anthony for the first time, and as I'm telling it in like this mocking tone, oh King shit, Quiggles, that's like, right. Walks right next to us in the hallway, and like I was like, oh, I'm he fucking King Quiggles, checking my big balls and shit. And and he was just like, he just like turns to like see who's talking. We make eye contact very briefly, and then he just like shakes his head and walks away. Yeah, that was that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> That was, so that was bad, like physical was like, cringe. Wait a second. Wait a second. He's an asshole. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I felt really bad, but I was like, wait a second. I wasn't even like making. I was just quoting what he said in a mocking tone. <laughs> if he hadn't said that. It would have been fine. I would have been quoting like, "Hey, I'm King Quiggles. I'm you know I do charity work on the side. I work for Mark. <laughs> By the way, your Marth is godlike." <laughs> but no, he was like, "Fuck Marth. Your Marth super gay. Like all your edge guards are brain dead and blah blah blah." And I was like, all right, fuck, fuck you then. I made it out of pool. I mean, he also made it out of pool. Sorry, Anthony. Yeah, you know, he, he, he took me out. You know what's funny is if he would have beat you, which is he was seated to do, um, we would have played. Yeah. And I think we this would have been a very different podcast. Uh, we would have played to continue. Yeah, I, continue have, to I would not have been invited on. We would have had a team kill each other. <laughs> um, and that was – that. I'm glad that didn't have to happen. I'm also sad that I lost, but – it's just how it goes. But the what's funny is I shouldn't have even played King Quiggles because the guy Vatu in my pool, the Falcon, he uh, he almost had me. It was game three of the last stock, and he just wavelanded to his death. Um, he botched his waveland. <laughs> or he botched his ledge dash. And uh, he, he was really cool about it because I know that a person like Quiggles would be like, wow, I would have won if that didn't happen, right? But he was just like... <sighs> That happens sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh-huh. fuck, bro. Uh-huh. I was at like 100%, dude. He just had to hit me, and he was at zero. And like it, and then he's SD, and I was like, ooh, we take those. <laughs> so <laughs> shout out to that guy for actually being a really cool sport in a really shitty situation. And uh, sorry. But um, yeah, I guess, I don't know, we can talk about actual lay esports, lay meme genre of the world. Uh, Hbox yeah, quit his say. job. I hope he regrets that. Zeke, did you ever see the vods or what? What he was acting like when he was playing uh, Armada? 
Like his. Uh, I did. I just saw like a highlight video, but I didn't watch. Like, Why was he being so stuff, weird? He was, like, okay. very, he was very lazy. He, like, it very, was... not lazy, but like almost. Well, like, like, he, he was just like he rolled on the stage. Yeah, it's like he was drunk. He was like goofing and like being really weird, but like in this exaggerated sort of plastic sort of way that didn't feel genuine. What like I, everything he does, actually. What what I, what I think was was when he lost Asphat, he was like, okay, I can't take this this tournament seriously anymore. Right. Like, and yeah. it, and it's like he's. I, I really gotta fucking show everyone. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, because he's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a bitch move, right? Instead of like holding the L, he was just like, oh, I guess I don't care anymore. Huh? Maybe then, that's what happened. I don't know. And then like, I don't know, like um, he ended up beating PPU in losers. Um, not totally <laughs> unexpected, but like the entire time he's laughing at like shit that's happening. But like, I can't think of something more disrespectful. Yeah, it's a dick move. Than slapping their controller out of their hands. <laughs> <laughs> PPU doesn't get that many chances to like... Um, fight hbox and like at this point in time he's laughing while everything's Neeper's happening biased he's no no no, no i'm so biased in PPU's just... chat we also play counter-strike with ppu sometimes so he's he's got to be protected no on this podcast. i would i would have said this with anyone like with shroomed with any of the top eight but um yeah even he he had a chance to prove himself and he just got like fucked and Laughed i mean at. It, it didn't look like um kevin let it like tilt him at all but um man he was just getting laughed at. And He's he, getting laughed at. He, he, got, he got his ass beat. Um, speaking of top players, when I got four-stocked by Axe, and there was a lot of stories like about like how Axe is such a homie and he's like such a rad dude, which are all true because he's a really nice person um when but my personal experience is like when i when i got four stocked by him i stood up and i wrapped up my controller and i was like hey man good luck in the tournament and he turned to me with like the most the most sincere way a man has ever said words to me he was like you too man like <laughs> like he literally wished me to have good luck and i was like wow <laughs> It's so nice. You're a beautiful human being, it too. It's so nice. We don't deserve acts, dude. All you have to do is he's, be nice to me, and I like you. You're doing better than Nipper. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not a very hard person to please, but somehow King Wiggles and Bean Wolf managed to fuck that up. <laughs> also, if anyone's listening, please go to your Twitter and just tweet fuck Bean Wolf. Just fuck him. Bean Wolf. Uh, please. But don't tell him who it's from. Just make sure it's ambiguous. Um, and when he gets like... A surplus of, of tweets that are just like fuck people. He's like, yeah, man, fuck, fuck me. Like, <laughs> he'll he'll know. It'll all hit him. He's like, this is about that Marth player, isn't it? That Inception <laughs> shit. <laughs> cool. Um. Well, I guess that's uh that's all there is to talk about in the world, my dudes. Um. Yeah, covered esports. We all one segment. We covered it all. We covered all the esports that there are. Well, we touched on Hungrybox, and you had your one little say about it. I just want to roast him until the end of time. That's all you want to do is just roast him real quick. <laughs> How do you think he's going to do? I don't You think he's going to get better? Care. I mean, is he going to single-handedly kill like, Melee? Sure. Puff is a fun matchup. Let's ride. Yeah. There's like is. no reason to, I don't know. There was no reason for it in my opinion cuz like he was already considered number 1 for like a good what like 3 or 4 months. Which is like a pretty hefty reign considering he won Evo, which is like the biggest tournament of all time. Um, my my beef with Hungerbox is that nothing he does ever seems like a genuine thing. It's always like at the at the like behest and the whim of like will this make people like talk about me? That's just this weird feeling I get, and I don't think it's that far off. But it, then again, I don't know him, his personal character. But that's why every time when it's like, okay, I'm gonna focus on my job now. Sorry, guys. Okay, I'm gonna focus on melee. <laughs> Welcome back, me. It's just like, <laughs> dude, like. Fucking get over yourself! Like just fucking play well, the game. Twitter's it like it kind of ends up being that's like, true. Twitter Twitter enables that, and I don't like that either. It kind of ends up being like the boy who cried wolf, where it's like everything you do is kind of like people are questioning whether or not it's for attention or not. Yeah, it's like <coughs> um, I don't know if you saw, but he ended up cheering for Mango at the end of the Big House. Really? Yeah, like you could see the vod. You could see him like jump up out of his seat and like scream and cheer when like Mango won. It's just I can't even trust that. <laughs> right like what was the agenda there you know that's what it, it, makes me think like what reason do you have to cheer for mango and it may be the reason is that he's a well-rounded human being now but i yeah. doubt that right but and it's a the lot boy of people who cried wolf that. yeah exactly um but uh i had another hunger box thing but whatever he's dumb okay <laughs> um but yeah uh 
<laughs> Look, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Podcasting every week is kind of hard. And uh, it's it's hard when people have jobs and school. Um, it's even harder to write articles, Hong Kong. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just I'm I'm not promising more episodes, but I'm not not promising them either. And uh, Nieper and Zeke are pretty cool and handsome lads. So uh, at the very least, follow Nieper on Twitter at what is it? At Nieper. Nieper with a K. Yeah. SSBM. He does. He plays Fox. He does not play Falcon. Follow my dude Indy, Zeke, Ezekiel, Pinocchio at. Uh, I don't fucking know it, dude. You gotta say it, dude. It's just I, I told you. It's just at Indy SSBM. Very simple. Indy SSBM. See, you guys are you guys are got it all fucked up because when SSBM dies, you're gonna have this stupid tag on nah, your Twitter. Nah, it's okay. And well, I'm, I'm gonna be cool. <laughs> okay, right now I have 16 followers. I want to get that. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I want to get that. Throw, throw Nebra a follow. He's a get funny the, dude, wanna, and he's handsome. I want to get that hearty 20. 20. That, that milestone right that, there. That, that, that <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. double. I'm going to bump you up to 17 right oh, now. Oh, let's, let's fucking ride. ride. Uh, Zeke, how you know, I feel good about myself. 25. 25 followers. Oh, now you're going to a little agree. How about you chill out a little bit? Okay. Um, so... <laughs> So yeah, uh, if there are more podcasts to follow, this will be the crew. Um, maybe some more Claremont fucking goons. Who knows? Um, but at, at this juncture in our lives, I can't, I can't promise you guys. But please do send us your cringe stories. Um, and remember, it's about cheeky shenanigans. It's not about being cruel. Um, we're all cringy at one point. So just uh, send us your interactions, especially top player ones. Those are really funny. Um, until next time... Uh, I just want to end on this. Crimson Blur ate my ass at the big house, and now I'm sick. Thanks. Good night.